wait, wait, wait. Sometimes God places us in a season of waiting, and we as Christians struggle to be patient and just wait. Many times we don't know what to do in this season, and we don't understand why we are waiting. Hey everyone, welcome back to Being Christian with Debbie. On today's episode, we have a very special guest with us, and we will be talking about the waiting season in relation to dating and relationships. Stay tuned, y'all. Before we get into the podcast, the verse of this week is taken from Jeremiah 29, verse 11 to 13. This is a very popular verse, so some of you might know it already. But it says, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. May God bless his reading, and may God bless you as you continue to listen. Stay tuned, y'all. Could you please pray for us before we start? Oh, Father, we thank you for the privilege to be used by you this morning or whatever time the listeners will pick up this conversation. We just want to bless your name for the privilege of understanding. And we pray that you will speak through us and that you will bless this podcast in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, hey everyone, welcome back to Being Christian with Debbie. On today's episode, we have a very special guest with us. His name is Uncle Shala. So, Uncle Shala was actually um, my teenager's teacher in South Africa. So, Uncle Shala, welcome to the podcast. Uh, Could you please tell us a little bit about you and your ministry and anything that you'd like to share with us? Okay, thank you so much. My name is Olushala Deni, uh, based in the United States. I'm from Nigeria. I live in South Africa. And life and ministry brought me recently to the U.S. about six years ago. Um, I'm a geologist by training. I completed my doctorate degree recently, so I'm soon getting into the industry for that. But I've been doing ministry along the side maybe since since i can remember um, i work basically with young people so i do youth ministry i do gospel media so i make films i write books uh, anything that has to do with reaching out to people through whether the media platform or just preaching and teaching the word of god um, so i started a campus ministry about 10 years ago uh, we have branches in south africa and also in the United States. So that's an independent campus ministry that I've been serving on. Um, we have a YouTube channel. I preach every Sunday. And God has been good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. Thank God for how he's been using you in the lives of other people and all these different countries. Um, so for today's podcast, we're just going to have like um, not a bunch, 
maybe four or five questions that have to really do with like premarital vibes so a lot of people that listen to the podcast are young people that may be in their season of waiting or you know um they're trying to get closer to god and sometimes um they battle with like the temptation to like date or like sexual desires and all of that so we have some questions on that today um so could you before we go into the questions let's just ask that uncle shala like define some stuff for us so uncle shala please tell us what a waiting season is uh a waiting season in the broader term for whether you're young old single or married we all go through a waiting season it's just a period where you you have a promise you have an expectation or you have a word that you're waiting on God for so it's just a season between the promise and the manifestation uh, it's the season between when you prayed and when you actually see the result of your prayer um, so it's more like seed time and harvest time so in right. between in between that is what we call the waiting season so when you're believing god and hoping to see the manifestation of what you believe in for it could be anything uh, but of course primarily in this context we also use it uh for, for for singles maybe the time they are waiting for their future partner or you know being single and ready to mingle <laughs> so is this times that you're just praying and waiting on God to find someone that you could develop a romantic relationship with so that's why we use it even for singles okay and just a like follow-up question um why is the waiting season important and what like what does it consist of like during the waiting season what are we supposed to do in the waiting season so first Uh, it's important and then yeah what, what do we do in it Okay, it's important because it's a time to prepare, um, and I think that's one of the most important part of the waiting season because this is the time that you've come to a realization that you want to be in a relationship, or you've, you, you, I mean, it's a natural desire in everyone, um, mm-hmm. but there's a time that you feel okay, this is it, you know, maybe in high school, in primary school, you knew you were just playing games but there's going to be a time that you're like okay yeah i think this is for real this is not lost this is a necessity i'm not just trying to you know explore but i really want a relationship so it's like you come to that consciousness and realization and yes. that initiates the fact that you start praying about it or you start preparing for it so i think it's a beautiful season of preparation where you you know start imagining how it will be like how it will look like what kind of person you want to date or be in a relationship with okay what are the things you need to look within yourself to work on maybe to be a better person so we all go through that mind searching or soul searching because you also want to get it right so there's also anxiety you know so it's, it's a mix of emotion and you don't want to just date for date and see their sake and you want to get it right so it's important because you have the consciousness and then it begins to prepare you you know some people go into you know reading books some people go into praying you know going for conferences or listening to listening to podcasts or messages that has to do with you know relationship or dating 
Yeah. yeah. So it, it's beautiful. It's exciting. It's full of anxieties and all of that. Uh, and then, in, what's the second part of the question? Uh, what do we do in the waiting season? Uh, what do we do? I think you basically covered it when you said. I think that. so. I think I think yeah. in one word is preparation. <laughs> yeah. in preparation. You like yeah. read. You find more knowledge on how to better yourself in preparation yeah. for the thing that you're waiting on God for. So in yeah. this context, it would be like a re- relationship. So you would have to get closer to God, continue praying, continue like working on yourself and making sure that like even when that relationship comes, it doesn't distract you from like your relationship with God and all of that. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, yeah. I think you also start working on yourself. Because a lot of us, we want Mr. Perfect or Miss Perfect, but uh, we are not perfect. So mm-hmm. I think another beautiful thing that I could add to that is during the waiting season, uh, look at yourself, look at what you need to work on, you know, fruits of the Holy Spirit. Because, you know, love is beautiful, but it's actually character that makes it to last. It's how well you are able to relate. You know, we call it relationship. And when it comes to relating with other people, a character comes to the table so it's another beautiful season to actually work on yourself to make yourself uh someone other people will want to relate with you know yeah. so looking at the issues of the heart what are my excesses what are my weaknesses you know am i good in communication forgiving and all the good stuff about the fruit of the patience you know you know endurance because relationships will be tested and it is what you have prepared yourself to be conformed in the image of Christ that will actually serve and, and make it smoother when you eventually get into that relationship. Yeah. I totally agree. And the next question we will have that is, is is still on the line of the waiting season. And it says, what should we do when we are struggling during our waiting season? So struggling being like, you know, wishing and just like the, the thing that you're waiting for in this context relationship, it would just be on your mind so much that it's, it's stopping and hindering you from your preparation because like you're tired of waiting and you're becoming impatient so what should we do when we're struggling in our waiting season what i did was to distract myself because what we call waiting season is not just a single event in our journey um there there will be other things going on in your life so it's not like just for the next two, three years, all I do is just wait for relationship. So look for other things because seasons are usually in particular promise, maybe a parallel to a season where maybe you still need to serve or grow in other areas. So what I did personally was uh, apart from just completely waiting and saying, oh, I'm just, that's all I'm doing. Now, I I kind of distracted myself. I use the word distract maybe in a negative con- connotation, but let me say 
get yourself busy or engaged in other things. So what I did was to serve. You know, I continued doing ministry. I continued serving God's people to get it off my mind. You know, I continued praying and, you know, developing myself in other areas, maybe going to school, um, investing, you know, financial planning, because those are the things that will even make the relationship sweet when it finally comes. So start building the foundation, um, whether that's in service or that's in your career. Some people get the same very busy in their career. You know? Because when you're single, you have a lot of time to kind of do many things. You know, no one is going to make demand of your time. So maybe getting some certifications in terms of your career. So it's not just all ministry. Yeah. So it could be career, it could be self-development, it could be investing, it could be building your own business, you know, some people. So don't just wait and that's all you're doing, you know. Look for other season that you are in, because like I said, seasons of life are in parallel. So there may be other things that are also going on in your own life that you could also devote yourself into. So that you're not just a one-way way, one-way traffic that all you think about every day is this girl or this guy. So that was what I did. I did other things that, you know, helped me to not always be consumed waiting, you know, because you don't know when it's going to come. You don't know how it's going to come. And to reduce the anxiety, get yourself engaged in other things. And that will help to be balanced yeah i totally agree like when you keep yourself busy and when you're putting god's work first he'll surely see you and answer your prayers yes um, as well but that leads us to the next question actually so we said um during our waiting season we should uh be busy keep yourself busy in the kingdom of god and also like also bettering yourself whether educationally and financially and all Mm. of that but are you for dating or not dating when you're in your waiting season so let's say you're now preparing but your preparation is not fully done is should you be dating when you're not fully prepared or you know because it's the waiting season you don't know when it's gonna come so should you just accept every relationship that comes your way just because you've been praying about it and you're like oh god you've answered my prayers through this person and stuff Mm. um so during the waiting season when you are praying of course there'll be people crossing your mind right there'll be people that you meet because i mean whether you're praying or not there will always be people all around you so um somebody may even come and outrightly ask you out maybe like looking at it from a lady's perspective maybe for a guy you will be the one to go and ask somebody out but maybe for a lady you know every beautiful every person that sees you maybe may even come around you to want to ask you out so i would say i wouldn't say don't date totally um it depends on the stage that you are in like you said maybe you just started thinking about relationship i would say maybe the first thing to do would not be just to go and date someone maybe have a what have a season where you're telling yourself i'm just going to keep praying like when i was in college all through my first degree i made a 
personal promise with myself and God to say, all through my college days, I'm not going to date anyone. That was personal because I felt I needed time, you know, to build ministry, to have my convictions right, you know, overcome lost. Because that's another thing a lot of people don't wait to overcome. There's a time that you're just struggling with lust. <laughs> and you need to tell yourself that this is just infatuation. You know, this is not because I want to get married. <laughs> and so there was a season in my life that I had to recognize, okay, what I'm having is just lust and infatuation. And that whether in marriage or singleness will lead to sin. So I said, okay, I'm going to wait until my motives are right. So I told myself, I'm not going to date anyone. So there's a season that I'm completely out of that sphere. You know, I see people that I like, but I'm not even praying about anyone. You know, so someone could be in that stage, then it would be no dating season like that. season and what is important why it's important and what we should do in it. but uh, the next question we have is during the waiting season would you advise us to date or not to date during the waiting season okay so I, I personally believe from my personal experience uh, that there are different stages in the waiting season uh, there is a time that it is good for you to be alone and then there is a time that it is not good for you to be alone. Um, the time that is good for you to be alone could be a season why you felt or why you feel I'm not ready to even date anyone. Uh, maybe I need to work on myself. Maybe I need to pray more. Maybe I need to find my purpose. Maybe I need to understand myself better. I think a lot of people miss that stage, but I think it's a very beautiful stage for personal development and evolution. Uh, not like the evolution of science, <laughs> but what I meant is knowing yourself, yes. yes, finding yourself, finding your personality, knowing who you are, and just being free from the commitment and the, the emotional torture, like, you know, like, like I was saying, like when I was in college, there was a period of my life that I told myself I am not ready to date anyone because I needed to, you know, overcome certain things in my own life because I felt like maybe what I was feeling is not necessarily a relationship, but maybe it was just infatuation or lust, you know, like you just attracted to the opposite sex, not because of marriage, <laughs> but just because, you know, the human feeling of lust. And I felt, and as a believer, as a, as a, as a future minister, as a minister in in that moment what i needed to overcome was lust and to overcome lust i needed to even stay away from emotional relationship or commitment so there was that season that was doing was okay it is good for me to be alone now you know to pray to dig foundation and to to really um develop myself you know you know have my discipline lined out and all of that i believe that's a season that we must all go through yeah, that you're not even ready today and then after that there will be a season that you yourself will, will come to an understand or maybe the Holy Spirit will tell you and say hey man of God or woman of God <laughs> it is time 
you know so so then there will be a time that you'll be okay i think i'm ready to date someone so that's why i remember back in the day we used to make a joke and say i'm single and ready to mingle <laughs> you yeah. know so it's like okay and now i'm i'm open <laughs> you know i've settled some issues with the holy spirit and i think i'm ready to to date someone so there'll be a season that you'll be open to it and in that moment of course people will cross your mind you go to somewhere you meet someone and all of that so what we call dating at least from the christian point of view is when you are you know seeking friendship with the opposite sex you know getting to know them and you know just wanting to see if they like you or if you like them so you can date in that moment like okay maybe going out together but there's no relationship right that's what i understand as dating like we have not i've not asked you out you've not asked me out but we know that there is a likelihood that something could be going on. and that's why i believe um whether prior to that moment or during that moment we also encourage people to pray you know yeah. to be sure you know if this is the will of god for them you see the christian times now because you still need to find out if that person is what who god wants you to marry so while you're getting to know them you are praying right to find out if they're god's will for you and if um, you should go uh, ahead and then i believe after that phase but of course as believers we don't double date right because there's also the concept of just talking to all the people at the same time <laughs> you know we don't encourage that because then that would be fraudulent like how can you be praying about you know just <laughs> you know so i believe it's one at a time um but or at least not at the same level of commitment i think there will be a, there could be a possibility that you are seeing two people like you like two people or maybe as a lady two people ask you out that's a different ball game because okay this brother asked me out today next sunday another brother came and say i'm the will of god so that's that's possible like two people could ask somebody at the same time even as a guy you could like two sisters at the same time but i don't think you should uh, approach them at the same level of commitment because that can be very confusing it's not even good for your emotions um, but what i was just saying is that there's a season to now pray uh, to be sure that okay this person god says yes i like them and they also like me. and then you ask them out and that's why i believe you are now in a relationship so there is a dating phase so there is the no dating phase where you feel you're not ready there is the dating phase where you feel you're ready and you want to get to meet someone and then you're praying along and then there is the relationship phase where you have prayed you're sure they are sure and everything goes well everybody says yes and then you're in a relationship yeah. and then you from there you go to courtship or engagement and then you get married <laughs> Does that answer your question? Yes, it does answer the question, actually. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. that actually takes us into our next question. So you said yeah. for you personally, there was a season of no dating where you had to overcome, like, lust. So our mm-hmm. next question says, why does God give us sexual desires that sometimes seem beyond what we can handle? That's a very beautiful question. God gives us sexual desires because of biology. <laughs> you know, uh, there is a time for your organs to develop 
and but it doesn't mean they are ready to be used <laughs> like that's what they used to say you know because of natural uh, biology you know god is not a magician he's not just gonna wake up and just attach a womb to your stomach or you know so everything has to grow right like so i believe that's why we are born with those we are born with all the sexual organs and everything such that over time they will grow and mature and be ready for for uh, their rightful use okay now the desire is a little bit different because the question says it seems that Why does God give us the desire, but it seems we, we, it's too much to overcome? I don't think so. I think God gives us the desire so that we can also learn self-control. Because if any man is in Christ, the Bible says that sin shall not have dominion over you. That's what the Bible says. And the word of God is true. But of course, it has to be tested and practiced and prayed and combined with your own discipline and everything before sometimes we see the manifestation of the Word of God. But the Word of God is true. Sin shall not have dominion over you when you are in Christ because you have been delivered from the grip and the dominion of darkness. So I believe that in as much as the feelings are there, it is not to overwhelm you, but as an opportunity to teach you self-control through the help of the Holy Spirit. Because like I said, even after marriage, you will still be tempted with sexual sin. Even in marriage. But imagine someone that has not learned self-control when they were young. This is why you see even sometimes men of God fall into fornication or adultery. Because certain things have not been really, really fully, fully dealt with. So marriage is actually not the escape. (laughs) So I believe that the season of singleness is an opportunity to actually learn self-control, how to control your loss, how to control your emotion. Because even in marriage, it will help you to be faithful to your spouse. I believe God created that dynamic or that war within us. not to overwhelm us but actually as a is as a gym it's, a, it's, it's for the training purpose to say okay i have all these desires but through the help of the holy spirit through the word of god i'm going to learn how to master them so that they don't control me out of proportion even in the future marriage i will still need them to be able to stay pure even as a married person Yes, thank you so much for the answer. I also believe the same thing that the desires that we have is as a lesson for God to teach. Mm -hmm. It's it's part of the preparation for even like marriage. And the bigger temptations come, you know, we're prepared. If we overcome the smaller ones, it's a stepping stone that prepares us for the next challenge that we need to face. So we've reach the end of the podcast but before we end Uncle Shala would you like to give an encouraging word to anybody that is in their waiting season or that thinks that they should be in their waiting season or anything like that 
Uh, the Bible says that the vision is for an appointed time. Habakkuk chapter 2. And it said, even though it tarries, wait for it, for it will surely come to pass. I think my encouragement to anyone out there that is in the waiting season, whether no dating season or dating season or relationship season, uh, is to wait for it. Is to wait on God because it's a sure promise. The Bible says that none will lack his mate. God is as much committed to us finding the will of God, to us being in the right relationship so that we can have a good marriage and have a family upon which both the church and society is built. God is much more committed even than us because sometimes we go our own way and God will still be merciful to bring us back. But I just want to encourage us to say that the word of God is true, that the vision is for an appointed time. There is a time for everything. And when the time is right, the Bible says, Hi, the Lord will make it perfect. So wait on God because it is true that God does bring your soulmate. You know, I waited on God for a long time. Maybe, maybe not the usual, but eventually God brought me into that season. So God is really faithful. God is truly faithful. It has nothing to do with your looks. <laughs> it has nothing to do with what is in your pocket. It is by the favor of God. Bible that he that finds a good wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. So focus on God. Pray for his favor because there are beautiful people out there. They are not even in a relationship. So like I said, it's not even about the looks. Looks are great. Take good care of yourself and look good but depend on his favor to be able to usher you to the right person in the right season. Because when it comes outside of season, it doesn't always end well, you know. And sometimes when we go into it out of season, we may also end up with the wrong person. And that's why there's a lot of divorce, you know, even in the Christendom, because people just rushed into it. So I'll say, wait on God and Believe that it is true and it is sure. And no matter how long it takes, it's going to come to pass. Amen. God is faithful. God is faithful. Amen. Amen. So thank you, Fishala, for being here with us today. If you could um, close us off with prayer. All right. Thank you so much for having me, Debbie. It's been a wonderful privilege yeah. and a pleasure, you know, to, to, to share some of these experiences with you and to the listeners. And let us pray. Father, we thank you. Uh, we give you praise for you created relationships and marriage and you gave us the desires. Lord, help us to know the purpose and the reason uh, for these feelings that we have so that we can make the best of the season that we are in whether to learn self-control or to even develop how to love someone and how to be selfless in relationship you know how to how to to be sincere and to love genuinely and not with ethereal motives of, of of lust and all of that so lord i pray that you will teach us your ways and help our minds to be settled on your word and to, to, to walk in your ways in, in the area of purity, in the area of, of faithfulness, you know, in the area of commitment, even to putting you first, because you said we should seek you first and all other things will be added unto us. So we pray for grace, we pray for understanding, we 
pray for strength for those that are anxious we pray for patience where there is anxiety we pray for 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 joy where there is sadness because there are people that maybe they've actually been in a relationship and they are out and and their hearts are broken so we pray for for peace for those that are even hurting from from abusive relationships or broken relationships we pray that you give them hope to know that you are still faithful to restore that which is lost and you will make all things beautiful in its own time Father, we bless you and we give you praise. For it is in Jesus' name we are praying. Amen. 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 Thank you, everyone, for listening. This was Being Christian with Debbie. Thank you, Uncle Shalom. I will call you. You're welcome. So that I can enter here. So it's not. No. Thank you all so much for listening to that episode. I pray that it was a blessed episode and that you were blessed by the message that was shared in this episode. Just a reminder that if you are interested in being a guest on the podcast, please definitely fill out the form below and reach out to me on my Instagram at it's underscore smiley decks. I also encourage you to reach out if you have any more questions on this topic or any of the previous topics or if you just have anything that you feel you'd like to share with me or anything that you're struggling with at all i pray that god will give me the right words to say to you at that time in jesus name amen i will see you all in two weeks stay blessed